Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Put a wig on me and kick me in the panty and take it out there and do it, Tubby. <laughs> God damn, that's so good. It's really good. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what, man? I hate saying ladies and gentlemen. I need a new intro here. I got to figure this out. Right? Yeah, we, I'm not stopping the intro. We're still going full forward here. But I keep saying, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I don't even think anyone listens to this podcast. So who knows if they're ladies and or gentlemen. Uh, but, you know, I should just be like, hey, welcome to another another podcast. Another one of the many out there that you've listened to. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Uh, if you have any suggestions, please drop us a line at a non-existent email address that we don't have. Um, but uh, I'm Adam Drake, now a man who likes his pumpkin latte spicy, Johnny Wright. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Wright. Johnny <laughs> J-Dubs Wright. J.C. Dubs. Jesus Christ yeah. W. <laughs> However, a lot of people call, a lot of people call me that. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you can walk on water, right? Did Jesus yeah, actually walk yeah. on water? Or was that a mosquito? Well, uh, the story is that he did, but uh, you know, we we know that didn't happen. So what, Johnny? Come on, um, uh, yeah. So what's going on, man? How's how's life? How are things out in the Pacific Northwest? I uh, I always forget that you're out there. I, I for some reason I feel like you belong either in the middle of Seattle. Um, or in the middle of Manhattan. So I know it's true, isn't it? Uh, it it's all right. I mean, right now it's uh, it's you know 47 degrees and rainy, so Ooh. I love it. <laughs> of course, you do. I do. I know. I, I know. I love that. This I'm, I'm in my I mean, this is my wheelhouse, you know. Yeah, this, I, know, I, had, I had a hot chocolate with a candy cane in it about an hour ago. I'm loving it. <laughs> I bought candy canes two days ago. How ridiculous is that? It's not even, well, it is Veterans Day today. I think, I think, when is the Christmas season officially, in your mind, when does it officially start? What's, what's, day after the day? Thanksgiving. Day after okay. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Which I think most people agree with, but brands keep pushing it into like September, right? Oh, I was, yeah. Well, when I went, I, you know, I went to the, the grocery store. It's the, it's a Walmart grocery store. I was there mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. It is all you can eat Christmas. I mean, it is, you know, and I couldn't help it. And there's those cheap Brock's candy canes that are a dollar a box. And I yeah. can't help. I, I, I get, the, I, I bought two boxes of candy canes. You, so you went, you went peppermint. You didn't go fancy, fancy schmancy. I, I don't do the, I, I like the old school cheap peppermint ones. I don't do mm-hmm. like, you know, like, Oh, it's an Oreo candy cane. Nah, no. that's not really for me. If, if if anything, you're you're a purist. So yeah, you know, obviously you got to keep it real with the candy cane. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a holiday purist. That's very true. <laughs> Will you actually get a Christmas tree this year, or, or do you do that, or do you? No, I have like, well, I mean, sort of. I have like a little one that's like a foot and a half tall that I'll put up. Okay, but um, just, I feel like you could probably go like in the backyard. Charlie it, Brown Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. There's like a you know these 200 year old trees that are right behind me. I can go, uh, yeah, just chop one so down. When I was, when I was, when I was in college, uh, I, <laughs> we, we thought, Hey, we'll get a Christmas tree. Well, there was just like woods around us. We just yeah. drove down the road and went up into the woods and cut down a tree. <laughs> now. So we, we just weren't thinking, right? Like Clark, Clark and Griswold style. Y- exactly. 
And so we brought this tree back to the house and we set it up and then we had some people over and then someone asked about our tree. This girl asked about our tree and we said, and I, you know, I said, Oh yeah, we just went out to the woods the other day and cut it down. Her dad worked for the forestry service. Yeah, You never want to, you know, that's illegal, right? Did she narc on you? She narked on you. didn't No, no, but that I like, I'm sorry. What? That's (laughs) that's illegal. You can't just go cut down a tree. (laughs) I mean, apparently you can because you got away with it. Like, oh, really? Apparently, we got in real trouble. That's amazing. Yeah, man. the naivete of uh, of college life that we just, yeah, we thought, oh, man, we're not going to pay 50 bucks for a tree. We'll just go cut one down. <laughs> uh, apparently, that's a, apparently, that's a felony. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're always on the run from uh, Johnny Law. So <laughs> what, what, what are you in for? A cut down a tree. We, we wanted a Christmas tree, so we just went to the woods, one down, and, uh, you know, uh, turns, out, turns out that's a felony. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't, we, we had no idea. It was very interesting, shocking news to learn that we just committed a crime <laughs> for Christmas. Not only did you commit a Christmas crime, but you admitted it to, like, the wrong person. Yeah, uh, my almost dad immediately. works for the forestry service. Gosh, that's funny. It's funny uh, you say that you grew up around, or that your college was around forest because i just picture you growing up in or like living in the desert i hear like utah did you go or where did you go you went yeah to... southern southern utah it's in cedar city utah which is kind of it's elevated and so there's oh, okay and stuff, but okay because i feel like it's so. close close enough to arizona that it's just all dirt and yeah sand it's... dunes <laughs> <laughs> yeah stole stole a tree from the forest whoops my Oops. bad oh well you know, just add it to the list of many laws you've broken over the years. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest law you've ever broken? Do you think that's it? It has to be because I, I mean, you know, I got I, I got caught shoplifting when I was fourteen. Yeah, I stole a I stole a gotcha watch from the Bon Marche. The only <laughs> time I, I was the only and yeah, seriously. So I had never stolen anything before, and mm-hmm. I don't even and and the the. Uh, the little uh, plain clothes uh, security guy nabbed me and I had to do like 10 hours of community service. Oh, no. So other than, so, but, but stealing a tree from the forest, that's gotta be it. I think. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's I mean, a national crime. Has to be. Right. You broke, <laughs> you, you're going to like federal prison. Yeah. Like if you get caught. Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> so the other day, uh, my mom calls. Now, my, my parents are a little older than your parents. When, when your parents get, my mom's 75, my, my dad's 84. Mm-hmm. Uh, when your parents get older, everyone has different challenges when your parents get older. It just, be, it's having elderly parents, it, it, you know, weird things are said. And, and But so my mom, my mom calls and says, uh, has your mail come yet today? I said, no, it comes in a couple hours, roughly. Yeah. And she's okay. Well, make sure you go check your mail because I sent you a goulash. I said, I'm sorry. I oh, said, oh, I said, I'm sorry. What? You can send that in the mail. Uh, I, yeah. So my mom, <laughs> my mom made goulash, which is okay. one of the meals we had as kids. Yeah. She froze one in a Tupperware container, wrapped it in saran wrap and mailed it to me. Sure enough, a couple hours later, I went to the mailbox and yeah. there was a goulash in the mail that my mom <laughs> sent me. Was, <laughs> was it leaking? Did it did it maintain its uh, consistency? I mean, what happened to it? Did she you... so 
there was a Tupperware container. She had taken packing tape and mm-hmm. taped the lid down and then put saran wrap around it and then put it in a paper bag and then in an envelope. So it was just like a padded envelope, that like a 99 oh. cent padded envelope. Oh, no. What's that? Well, no. So okay. it was just in an envelope? Yeah. Just what? in a like a like a bubble wrap envelope. And so I, yeah, just my mom sent me a goop. My, my brothers were crying when I told them. Like, that's the <laughs> I mean, funniest that's thing they'd ever charming. heard in their life. It's very that, sweet. Yes. It really is. Did, I mean, it's, it's very nice. I just I, I just didn't really know what to say. I so, mean, oh, there's, there's meat and things that can spoil in a goulash, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's got meat. It's got ground beef in there. It's got tomatoes in there. <laughs> and it wasn't like your mom lived next door. Like that probably had a few days of travel before it got to you. Right. Yeah, about probably, probably either two or three days, one of the two, but and uh, no yeah, ice got, packs, no ice packs or anything, just no, the frozen it, meat in there. She, she put it in the freezer uh, overnight and then mailed it the next day. <laughs> All right. And, can I, uh, you know where this is going. Did yeah. you actually eat it? Oh, immediately. You did. You ate it. Absolutely. I popped that. I popped that some bitch in the microwave and had goulash for dinner. <laughs> you didn't get sick. Yeah, absolutely. T- tasted like no. Tasted like childhood. Tasted wow. like just like when we were kids. You know yeah. what? Then I commend your mom, man. It worked. It. Good no one got on sick. you, Shirley. Yep. Well done. <laughs> well done, Mrs. Wright. So oh, my brothers wow. are, we're, we're all spread out. And so now my brothers are wondering, I have a brother in uh, St. George, Utah, one in Albuquerque and one in Ohio. And now they're wondering, is mom going to send us like a lasagna for Christmas? <laughs> like, what's oh, going on? Absolutely. You know, that's happening, Johnny. That's definitely happening. I, I've been laughing about it for three days. Like <laughs> I, I, it really is one of the, the funniest, most weirdest things that I've heard. Yeah. Just, well, and when I and I said, "Well, Mom, why did you do this?" And she said, "Well, you mentioned a little while ago that you liked it when you were kids." Y- yeah, I I I did. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> I I love that it's goulash like that. Just yeah. the, like, I mean, goulash by itself, just the name is funny, but the fact that it's exactly like this stewy beef dish yeah. sent through the I mail in an envelope. Like, it's like from Eastern Europe. There's we we there's no I have no idea how that got into the rotation when we were kids. Yeah. My parents are like, you know, both have both uh, both my families come from, you know, somewhere around Great Britain and so but I have no idea where why, like this like Russian beefy stew with noodles <laughs> got into the mix. It's classic. But it was one of the things we had. And so yeah, I, I just um yeah, that wow. was uh, quite quite something to get uh, to get <laughs> to get goulash in the mail. <laughs> to get, to get goulash in the mail. Oh gosh! And, and, and I love that it didn't leak. I love that it was all in in a container that was well sealed. And yeah. uh, she has sent cookies before, and that makes sense. Okay, yeah, you can send cookies. cookies. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, like that makes sense. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I was just really, really funny. Like my, my I, brother was one of my brothers was was crying because like, <laughs> he thought I was making. He thought I was like making it up, like I was doing a bit, like I was just joking. <laughs> Like no, dude. I took a, I took a photo and sent it to him. Like mom sent me goulash through the mail. Yeah, <laughs> really weird. That's but awesome. Very man. funny. Kind of love it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of love it. Like I kind of want your mom to send me some it, goulash. It really is hilarious. So the brother no. in Ohio, that's gonna be the scary one because that's gonna travel a little bit. Like we're looking at a possible five day trip. 
right? Yeah. I, uh, and you know, your mom's got to be smart about what she doesn't do this anymore. Oh my goodness. Like, don't oh, send funny. like scrambled I... eggs or something. <laughs> right. Some sexy Putinesca. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Well, yeah. I said some poutine or something. I, yeah, I just, there you go. Yeah, uh, uh, while we're on the subject of uh, food and beverage, mm, uh, I have a little news little news story for you. Please. Um, this is real, I swear. Arby's is making crinkle fry and curly fry vodkas. Uh, Arby. Arby's. Arby's, yeah. Arby's announced it will release limited edition crinkle fry vodka and curly fry vodka. In 80 proof uh, bottles, curly fry vodka is distilled with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic, while mm-hmm. crinkle fry vodka is made with kosher salt and sugar. Now, you would think it's a novelty beverage. Oh, it's going to be $14.99. Right. Do you know how much you know how much curly fry vodka is going to run you? Out of $59.99. S- Jesus Christ. <laughs> 60 bucks for <laughs> for curly fry vodka. I would pay that. I love curly fries. Adam, I love vodka about, and I love curly fries. What? Well, I mean, you, you know, then don't buy a bottle of Laphroaig. Get, <laughs> get, I mean, think about how good a scotch you can get for $60. You can get like Laphroaig or like Dalmore. You can get a 12-year-old Macallan. Nope. Yeah. French fry vodka. Done. Well, that is the weirdest vo- thing I've ever heard. Vodka is made from potatoes, so it's not that weird. That? You're basically just making an alcoholic side dish it is so true <laughs> and you you just you just know that there's going to be like a cocktail bar in williamsburg that's going to oh, have yeah. like a 26 dollar curly fry bloody mary you just know it's going to happen with curly fries but, in it too by the way yeah it comes with curly fry i mean it's just I, I when i really I, 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 that, that is the weirdest thing i've ever heard but when you see the price on it like that is bonkers yeah that's who's paying 60 dollars for this I don't think many people, but it's a stunt thing. And look, you're talking about it. It's in the news. They do it for it that was reason. In, it was in like uh, Colbert's and Kimmel's monologues the other, you know, last night or two Love nights it. ago, whatever it was. Absolutely. I mean, it's, they're getting a ton of pub. I mean, obviously, that's what it is. It's a publicity stunt. Right. And it's, and it's working because people are talking about Arby's. Yeah. Oh. You know, <laughs> do you know how long it took me to realize that Arby's stood for roast beef? Like Arby's. That is that really is that true? Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I'm like, I'm so I had no idea, but yeah, because they were all like roast beef, right? That was their whole thing. And Arby's, oh, I, yeah. yeah, I guess I never really thought about it. I thought it was like Sam Arby's started a restaurant. I didn't know. Hey, Johnny, you're welcome. Yeah, okay, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you for <laughs> that piece of trivia. I, I know you wanted that. I know that's gonna, I, gonna I, sleep uh, well I, love, I do love me some trivia. That's yeah. a beauty. Oh my god. Oh my god! So, all right. So you're out at a bar. You see curly fried yeah. vodka on the menu. Do you do you order it? Would you order it out of just out of pure curiosity? Well, again, I, I maybe I would, but because the bottle costs sixty dollars, it's not going to be like an affordable cocktail that you That's could true. like. Oh, I'll take a flyer on this weird novelty cocktail. Right. It's 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 going to be like twenty five dollars. Yeah, it's 
you know, it's going to be, you know, there's a curly fry vodka V8 and some Worcestershire. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm going to, I'm going to be looking in the daily news next week and it's going to be a, a, a bar in Soho is good. Is has, has curly fry vodka cocktails. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I want it. I'd seriously, I would try it. I would absolutely try it. If there was like a small, I mean, seriously, if there was like a small bottle that was twelve ninety nine, I would like, oh, okay. Well, I, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's out of curiosity, I'd try it. But yeah, I, I wish Arby's. Would, I know that it, there's all these laws, liquor laws, and things like that, but so they can't actually sell it. But it would be great if like Arby's sold it in their store. Like you could go and get, you know, pair it yeah. up with one of if their. There's a sample, if there was a sample, I would absolutely try the sample. Absolutely, I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what kind of mixer is it? Is it a Bloody Mary kind of mixer thing, or what? Like, what are you mixing that with? That's my only theory. Is because I don't, I don't know, I don't know anything about cocktails. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I like mean, the Bloody Mary theory. I think that's, I think that's super valid. Because what else? I mean, what what else is vodka? I mean, a, a, a curly fry martini. I, I, I guess. Uh, yeah. What other what other cocktails do you have vodka with? Uh, I don't know. There's tons, but like you know, you're not putting cranberry yeah. in that. Cranberry and curly fries, right? (laughs) Oh my god, man! Well, now I'm now I'm curious. Now I got to go try this thing. (laughs) Good luck convincing your missus. Like, hey, where are you going to the grocery store? Yeah, well, about sixty dollars worth of booze. Oh, you 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 got some good stuff. Yeah, I got a I got Arby's vodka. Get the fuck you out might, of my you house. Be, you might be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> yeah, never to come back, actually. Just get out of my house. You're done. Couch is outside, too. Sleep there. Um, oh, man. <laughs> poor, poor judgment. Um, so I, last last time we spoke, I, I, I popped this, um, this quiz kind of thing on you where you have to rank your top five of something. And uh, last time yeah. it was your top five drummers, uh, which you ended up with Bonzo, which is Totally valid. Uh, so I have another one for you, and I need your top five of something. Are you ready for this? I'll try. Hopefully, I, I, you're going to be able to do uh, this. I know for blank. a fact you're going to do this. I, but I think you're going to have a tremendous amount of debate in your head over this. Oh, I probably will. See, this it's better that you do these now because otherwise, I would spend an hour with a legal pad working right. on it. Yeah, totally. Like, so okay, how would, how would I rank? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so so okay, I'll try my best. All right. <clears throat> I need your top five Pearl Jam songs. Oh gosh. <laughs> or Pearl's Jam or Pearl Jams. Okay. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the oh, kids are calling these things. PJs. Yeah. Okay. Um, top five. Just five. Okay. And I want reasons why. I will like, f- why are they making it on there? I'm gonna start with yellow lead better. Okay. That's, okay. that's that's in your number one position or number five position. Number that that would be my if I that, that would be my my favorite Pearl Jam song, which is amazing because that song is a B side. That's not even on a record. But they really- Yellow Leadbetter is the B is the B side to the a single for Jeremy. And so, but when you go to a Pearl Jam show, that often closes the show usually, and it, okay. it it's really something else. It's amazing. So I have a gold lead better, which is Mike McCready's like he, he, the, the riff is a tribute to Stevie Ray Vaughan, which I think is fascinating. Oh, interesting. Just, okay. That's that's what McCready said. Yeah. Uh, who's one of my favorite players. So I'm going to, okay. I'm going to go yellow lead better. Yep. Uh, I'm going 
going to say, uh, I'm going to say, uh, given to fly, which is off yield. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, wait, why, why, why given to fly? What's, What's what is it about given to fly? I think given to fly is such a melodic ballad that when live, when you, that one live is like, everybody sings that one. I mean, the, the whole arena sings that one. Um, and oh. uh, I, I do love that, uh, that you want to hear something Ed, crazy? Ed also says, well, my, yeah. I, it literally just started playing Pearl Jam. I must have like said something and had Siri start playing it on my phone. I heard all this music in the background. And I was like, Johnny, why are you playing music? Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> it was playing even flow <laughs> by Pearl Jam. That, that's, well, that's funny because that would be my, that would be my, my, uh, my fourth would be even flow. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. We have yellow lead burger yeah. better. We have give it yeah. a fly. Then was the third. I'm sorry. Do the, do the evolution, do the evolution. Right. Yep. Which is which is a really unique hard. That's a hard rocking song. I mean, that is. Uh, I remember, and, so, and then I remember when that came yeah. out. I remember thinking, that, yeah, that, that was like hard for them. The the video of it's really cool. The video of it's like this, like really cool, like animated thing. It's really, yeah, it's really yeah, yeah, worth yeah. Uh, worth seeing. It's really really cool animation. And so because they they for a while they just refused to make videos, and right. um, you know they just that's just one of the things that they just like ah oh, we're not making videos. But then they made up one that was animated. So I'd say do the able to then even flow, which is I think the best song off of their off of ten, mm-hmm. and then oh gosh, and then I'm gonna go instead of going see uh, there's so many honorable mentions there, <laughs> but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go at five I'm gonna say corduroy, okay, and I don't know corduroy is that a newer one or is that Corder, corduroy is you you'll know it if you heard it it's off okay. of verses it's off the second record oh okay then I it's, would know it, yeah. Take take my hand, not my picture. Spill my tincture. It's uh, it's it's a it's a yeah. Those that was those would be mine. But Sorry, it really. But, but you the, see that if I didn't just stop right now, I would just continue naming songs. Right, I know. And I, I just to clarify the the rhyme there is picture and tincture. Tincture. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Take my. It's it's a song about Ed being frustrated about his fame. And oh. there was, it's about because you remember there was a. Uh, the the famous like corduroy jacket that Ed wore to MTV Unplugged and it became this like like you know like the fashion houses in New York were doing grunge uh, lines and these like all these like models were wearing ripped jeans and flannel t shirt yeah uh, flannels and stuff it was just like ridiculous and that really made Ed mad <laughs> because that jacket was like that jacket was from a thrift store in Seattle for like a few bucks. And oh, so, yeah, it's about talking about how he was really pissed about that, that uh, corduroy jacket became a fashionable thing. <laughs> so I will say, though, man, um, now that all this like Travis Scott nonsense happened last weekend. Oh, how sad is that? Super story? sad. But uh, seeing some of the videos of like other bands coming out and really helping crowd members. And there was yeah. one of Eddie, you know, stopping the show yep. and, and helping that guy, guy, girl yeah. or whatever. It was some someone was like. Doing something to a woman, right, or so, some something horrible. Um, but it was there, just really well. Impressive. I think I think it's yeah. There's one. There was one of Kurt Cobain doing it. There's one of Dave Grohl. There's one yeah. of Adele, like stopping the show and saying, "Hey, you know, someone passed out." You know. Yeah. I think what was so that that Travis Scott thing. I mean, I it's, I think it's going to bankrupt him. But really, there's there's an ambulance in the crowd, and he's like, "Why is there an ambulance?" Then he kept going. Yeah. Like, well, you but, saw the ambulance <laughs> and kept playing. What? I don't know, man. Do you really think I, that I, like that's gonna stop him though? Really? I mean, I don't know. Not the man. ambulance. 
I'm saying the whole situation, like people can forgive and forget. Right. And which sucks. And I, I, I don't, don't think he did the right thing, but I think if you have such a loyal fan base, they can just kind of overlook the deaths related to your concert. That's fucked up. Well, we've had concert tragedy. There was, there was 11 people that died at a who concert, you know, I mean, even, you know, talking about Pearl Jam, there was, you know, in Ross Guild, six people died at a Pearl Jam show. It's, I, I, I might have that number wrong, but it happens. It's, yeah. but I think because of the irresponsibility of it, yeah. there might be a little more like the lawsuits are already coming in. And oh, sure. I mean, it's, it's really, I, I tell you, but beyond the tragedy of it, I think mm. one of the things that's sad is that, you know, there's 50,000 people there. They're mostly teenagers and people in their twenties. There yeah. would have been a ton of people there that that was their first concert. Sure. And that like your first concert should be like this magical, mystical memory. It should be beautiful. Yeah. And that that is people's first concert. Really? That, that's just the sad man. Yeah. That just sucks. Yeah. I agree. It's, oh, that uh, story was terrible. Yeah. I, uh, not good, man. Not good. Yeah. Sorry, my, I, my, my well, Pearl Jam yeah. list is, did I, did, were any of the, I try not to go like the obvious ones, like daughter and better man. And, you know, those, <laughs> so here's the issue know, though. So those I was are like, amazing, but I, I just, it's not, that wouldn't be my choice. Well, so I, I figured I was like, Tony's probably gonna ask me what mine are. And I, I, I am. that's the object of a desk. <laughs> despite the fact that I, um, give you shit about your music. I genuinely think Pearl Jam is a great band and I, I enjoy Pearl Jam, but I'm really only familiar with their first three albums. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, I understand that. And it, not for any reason other than I think, you know, after Vitology came out, I was like in college and just doing other shit. So I just didn't really keep up with the band as much as clearly you did and, and half the world did. Yeah. Uh, so I, my list literally just pulls from, from those three and it's, uh, you know, I, it's almost like I feel I feel like I'm a cheat if I tell you my, my. So I'll tell you how ridiculous my Pearl Jam fandom was for Vitology. Yeah. Um, when that came out, I had three copies of that album. I had the vinyl because the okay. vinyl was released two weeks before the everything else. Oh, so wow. I bought the vinyl early. Cool. I had a C. I had a. No, I didn't have a CD player in my Nissan Sentra. So, <laughs> but you had a photograph. You had a record player. I, no, I had, that was, it, yeah, I had the the record in my room, so I had the CD for you know in my room, and then I had the cassette for my car. I had three copies of that record. That's ridiculous. Well, what is <laughs> is that your favorite album? I mean, it's a great album, but like, what would you consider? I, I your think uh, I think my favorite. Well, I think I think it's either Vitology or, or Yield. I think those are my favorites. But okay. I like every single record. I mean, I, I mean. Yeah, I, I can make a case for for every record. I mean, the first the first record is is I mean that's if you're looking at just objectively that's 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 an incredible album. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, every single every single every single song is a fucking banger. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I worked at a steakhouse when I was a teenager, and we had a cassette. I was a dishwasher, uh, and for, and for and then I was a busboy. But then anyway, so when I was a dishwasher, we would just play the cassette on a boombox in the back of the restaurant, yeah. And we just turn the turn the tape over when the when the when side B ended, we would just turn it over and push play again. We just listened <laughs> to that album like five times a night. That's crazy, man. I love it. It's just ridiculous. That's insane, man. I love just it. Just turn it over after after release is over. Just turn it over. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Oh, that's absurd. 
we have a, a special uh we have a new a new segment on the show oh fantastic um, i'm excited yeah which uh i think there's even if I, I i think there's even a jingle this is uh this week in nature I have to imagine you stayed up all night putting that together. I want to imagine that. Even if it's not true, I want to believe that. I was literally just pushing random buttons on a sound effects app. Ah. Okay. This week in nature. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> These stories are bonkers. Man eaten by piranhas after jumping in a lake during a bee attack. A man reportedly died being eaten by piranhas trying to escape a swarm of bees in Brazil last week. The 30-year-old <laughs> man was fishing with two friends when bees attacked. He, oh, The other two individuals managed to swim to the shore while one victim was eaten by piranhas in the lake. That, that's the worst fishing trip ever. That's the worst way to die. I, I always thought I had another reason. That being stung by bees while being eaten alive by, by fish. I don't know what other word that has to be one of the worst ways to die I've ever heard in my life. Has to be. I mean, <sighs> I so they they were out fishing. Okay. The the boat bumped a log that had a giant like oh, bees nest in it, and the sure. bees came and attacked. They panicked and jumped into the water. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. Just that headline: man eaten by piranhas after jumping in a lake to escape bee attack. I mean that. It, it's you, you think this is an onion article no this poor <laughs> son of a this, this poor son of a bitch in brazil yeah right and you know what's crazy is right as I mean, he just was dying, imagine like there's yeah one of, one of those fish that swims up your pee pee hole went into his pee pee oh hole. yeah yeah what is the pyru or something like yeah, that yeah whatever they are they're horrible yeah that is the well that is one of nature's real bloopers i i mean what what, what are we doing here? what are we doing here why is there <laughs> why is it why does this exist it'll swim up your swim up your wiener Oh my god! I but that. I mean, just I just imagine these poor guys screaming, "Oh, there's bees! I'm gonna jump in the water!" Oh, son of a bitch, piranhas! <laughs> Gosh, that's crazy. That's freaking insane, dude. Yeah, and uh, there we have one more story in this week in nature. Oh, fantastic! It's a two for one. It's a oh, two for. Sorry, I did. I, this I, one, I, I stepped on your your sound effects. I'm sorry. <laughs> this one is even more crazy. Oh, okay. Man's penis rots after being bitten by snake while sitting on the toilet in South Africa. A Dutch man had to undergo reconstructive surgery on his penis after a cobra bit his manhood during a safari trip in South Africa, causing it to rot. The 47-year-old victim suffered scrotal necrosis after oh, no. the cold-blooded serpent, come on, writer, cold-blooded serpent, was <laughs> lurking in the toilet bowl. In what medical journals have described as the first case of, this is, I'm going to screw this up, quote, mm -hmm. snouted cobra envenomation of the genitals. The unidentified man had to wait three hours before he was flown to the nearest trauma center 220 miles away. This poor dude is on safari. Now, it would be a lifelong dream of mine to go to safari in Africa. I mean, I, I, I would, I, I'm fascinated by it. I'm a big planet earth guy. I would love yeah. to go see it. Yeah. This guy probably saved his money. It's like a trip of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. He has, you know, some really spicy food in a market and he's oh, got to yeah. go. He's got to go 
yeah. the dump and he sits down and a cobra's in the toilet and bites his wiener. That is the craziest thing ever. That's crazier than bees and piranhas. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, like how? So I think there's always been that fear, right? That there's a snake yeah. in, your, in your toilet, right? And and it never happens until it does. No. Um, <laughs> I think you're also stepping on something that uh, a comment you made. I'm a big planet Earth guy. That's what you said love about you. Love, <laughs> you love, love big planet Earth guy. Like the planet itself or the uh, program? No, the, the the BBC show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to make sure you yeah. weren't just shouting Sorry, out. Sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, I'm a big, big Richard Attenborough guy. Love oh, who re- is love me some Attenborough. Anyone oh, love doesn't like Richard Attenborough. Attenborough's a dick. Yeah, you're seriously, what kind of pervert doesn't like Richard Attenborough? Right? You're gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is the this story. His oh gosh, his penis and scrotum were noted to be swollen, deep purple in color. And, oh. <laughs> And he had to be receive multiple doses of a snake venom anti serum. Oh, a man in, in his I, dick. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if I don't know if this chap is married, but uh, let's just say he's not. And uh, after he, you know, after he recovers from having a cobra bite your wiener, he's yeah. going to get back out there. And he gets on he gets on the dating apps, and he's. You know, he has a real nice first date and has, uh, you know, maybe a second date is a walk in a park and third date. It's about to get intimate. How do you start to explain what happened? Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, before, you, like, before things go really, to I want to, uh, yeah, I want to pleasure you tonight, but uh, just, uh, <laughs> just so you know, um, intercourse is probably not going to be how it's done tonight. Uh, <laughs> I was taking a dump in uh, South Africa in Johannesburg and a cobra bit my penis. It rotted. That's the word that's used. Rotted. Like imagine. How do you explain? You've got the pain up front of like, you know, fangs going into your genitalia, but then it rots. (laughs) Right. That's a two for one. Exactly. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This poor guy. This poor guy. Oh my! Oh, what do you even say to that? I mean, imagine how scared he is to sit on the toilet now. Everywhere he goes, that dude is afraid of sitting on the toilet for the rest of his goddamn life. I don't, I don't think you do. I don't think you ever sit on the toilet again. Although now that he doesn't have a penis, I guess he has to. Isn't that ironic? I don't know, man. It does, but I think I think he's taking. I think it's going to be a standing poops for the rest of his life. I don't think he's taking a seat. And what about peeing? I think I think that's a standing dump. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how it's gonna work. But yeah, I would definitely man, be a stander after that, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. It's oh a stand God. and squat situation. So you avoid a you avoid a cobra. Oh, <laughs> those two stories blew my mind. God, I literally am like crossing my legs right now. Kind of like sympathetic. It's pain. So bad. Ah, yeah, yeah. You're just. Like, oh man! Imagine that plane ride home. Oh boy, I need another. Uh, uh, excuse me, I need another ice pack. Really, what's going on? Well, I don't want to get into it, but uh, just if you have another ice pack there in the galley, I could uh, I could yeah. really use one. Yeah. Just uh, I'll, be, I'll be in the bathroom for five minutes crying. Uh, oh, poor son of a bitch! God damn. 
unbelievable. Oh boy. Wow. Oh, I do have a sponsor. I do have oh, a sponsor, Adam. Hit us after, with it, man. Hit us with after it. this week, this week in nature. What we'll to see if this week in nature returns? Well, we'll I, I hope it know. does. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. There might be some more crazy nature stories. Because, mm. like I said, big planet Earth guy. No big deal. As, uh, always. Both the show like, and did, did you watch thing. those? I love them. Yeah, of course I did. I yes, both, both. Both. I am a fan of. Yes. I oh, I just. I, I I adored those. Um, oh, this episode of the Take the Ride podcast is brought to you by Arby's Vodka. Oh, what? Bring oh, the ex- yeah, That's unbelievable man. The center I couldn't. Yeah, the synergy here is unbelievable. Yeah, our marketing department's good. Bring the excitement of going to Arby's to your holiday parties. Available in two exciting flavors: crinkle fry and curly fry. Arby's Vodka is the spirit to make your season bright. Arby's Vodka, we have the... (laughs) We have the... (laughs) Arby's Vodka. (laughs) That's so fucking dumb. (laughs) That is so dumb. (laughs) I mean, I I would take a first date to Arby's. Right. That was remember that was on that was on that was on a Seinfeld episode. Wait, was it? Why do I not remember? Yeah. That? So it's the episode where where Jerry's going to buy a car. They're at the car dealership. It's one of the, my favorite episodes. The whole thing takes place at a car dealership. Okay. And Elaine is with Putty, and uh, they you know, uh, you know, <laughs> the guy yeah, we went out to dinner. Oh, somewhere nice. And Putty goes Arby's, and Elaine <laughs> goes, uh, and Elaine says, I had the roast beef. Yeah. Good. I love it. But Putty took a lane to Arby's. I love it. Arby's. I just love Patrick. I know Patrick. Little Patrick Warburton. What a what a beauty that guy is. Oh my god. Gosh, he's great. So good in everything. Uh he's unbelievable. Have you ever seen um Emperor's New Groove? I love it. Right? And he's so it is Gronk. Oh I love Disney movies. That that might be the funniest Disney movie. Honestly, absolutely. Up, up the bottom, that that probably has more laughs in it than any other Disney movie. Because both he's funny, Eartha Kid is funny, and yep. David Spade destroys. Yep, like he's Absolutely. yeah, I love, I love. It's it's such a funny movie. Oh my god, it's so good. John so Goodman's good. in it too. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, I forgot he was in it. I think I called yeah. him Gronk. It's Cronk. Cronk, I think. Yeah, Cronk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's is great. He is very funny. Spade is really good in that. Yeah, he is right. I, you know, I always yeah. kind of just didn't really appreciate David Spade because I always thought it was a little annoying and just a little too David Spadey. But he's got some really he's, funny yeah. jokes, and his show is good. He's underrated. Man. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's underrated. Spade yeah. is really, really good. Yeah, I take you know that. Spade. Spade did not go to Farley's funeral. Did you know that? He said he couldn't do it. Oh, wow. No, he I said he couldn't do it. So there's a lot of people from SNL there. Sandler was there. Yeah, Timmy Meadows was there. There's a bunch of guys there. Spade said he couldn't get on the plane. Couldn't do it. He was that devastated. Wow. wow. Yeah. And he said he still re- still regrets it. Like they were planning on doing another movie together. I mean, Tommy Boy was enormous. Now, Black Sheep wasn't huge, but it was successful. And right, they were right. talking about doing another movie, you know, like it's oh. like, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he was so devastated. He didn't go to Farley's funeral. That's wow. sad. Oh, that's like, yeah. I mean, I get it. They were so close, but uh, yeah. 
God damn. A little while ago, I, you know, I, I get caught up in a YouTube wormhole and uh, I watched, I, I, I watched Chris Farley on some late night, you know, this yep. is like a couple month ago or something. Yeah, because when when Farley would go on those shit, when he would do Conan and he did Letterman, I think twice, and I would like record it. I'd get really excited. It was such a big deal, and I watched them, and it it he it, it, it's so worth going back and watching. He's so funny on those talk shows. He's just <laughs> he's just a nervous, hurricane. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hurricane. I love it. And oh my god, there's this great there's this great thing where he remember he used to play Newt Gingrich, you know. Yes, and so. Farley, uh, they did a thing in Congress where as Newt Gingrich, he went down to the floor of Congress and did like a, a sketch for Congress Live. Oh, and wow. so they showed it. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, Dave, like uh, uh, what's his The writer, Man, his name's Mandel uh, that, that wrote it for him. And okay. stuff. So, so Conan sets him up with like, he starts asking him like serious political questions. <laughs> So I mean, it's very funny. He's like, so right. do you think that the Republicans can pass this spending bill? And Farley does his great... Um, yeah. And after like a few serious questions, Farley goes, Conan, I'm not much of a reader. <laughs> and he, and he, says, he says, Conan, they put a wig on me, kick me in the fanny and say, get out there and do it, tubby. And it's so fucking funny. That's amazing. Kick me in the fanny and say, get out there and do it, tubby. That Gosh, is- that's good. So good. It's oh so, so good. I love it. That makes yeah, me happy. It's, there's only like five of them, the, uh, five late night appearances, but they're, they are really something. Like the first time he's know. on Letterman, the yeah. first time he's on Letterman, he comes running into the studio, screaming and doing cartwheels and picking a guy I, up. And I remember that. Wild. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Let, Letterman is just like, Letterman is just like with his, with his mouth agape. Like what is happening? Yeah, like who is this guy? <laughs> Yeah, that was his first. Time. Oh my god, that's Conan. Cool. I'm not much of a reader. Gosh, that's funny. <laughs> See, this is the problem, Johnny. Is as soon as we get off this podcast, like after we record, I have to then go and spend like four hours watching YouTube videos that you've recommended. <laughs> like, you know, I have a life here, Johnny. Okay, I have to raise my children. I have to work. I have to. I know. You know I know. At least look tough. at my wife. You know, it's tough, Johnny. The things you make me do. Well. The the other one I, I had is a, a, a little while ago, I got into a, a YouTube wormhole and it was uh, Peter O'Toole and Richard Harris oh, on, hell yes. on Letterman telling drinking stories. Yep. I did the that, same exact thing. Those will blow your mind how funny oh, those stories are from those dude, two guys. Phenomenal. Like unbelievably so good. Good. So good. Oh. Peter Even, O'Toole, Peter O'Toole told the story that they got drunk and they were going to throw him out of this little tiny bar. And he's, you know, he doesn't, he does he says he doesn't even remember to avoid getting thrown out of the bar. He bought the bar. <laughs> he woke up the next day and he owned a pub. That's he didn't chuck him out. Yeah. I love it. That is hilarious. Richard, Richard Harris told one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. And I'll do my best to tell it to you. Yeah. Go for it. Richard, so there was Richard Harris and Peter O'Toole were doing a play in London, and there was uh, there was a stretch in the play about thirty minutes where neither of them were on stage, so there was a pub across the street from the theater. So mm-hmm. during that thirty minute window every night, they would sneak out and go across the street to the pub oh and God. you know fortify themselves because they knew they had this time frame, right? Of course, absolutely. So, 
So they go across, throw them back for 25 minutes, go back on stage and continue the play. So Harris says that one night they go to the pub and they lost track of time and the the play stopped because neither of them were there. So a stage manager comes across the street. Oh, you got to get the the place. You stop. You got to get back on stage. Harris, Richard Harris runs across the street and they're going to start the start the play back up. He comes on stage. He trips because I mean, he's hammered. Yeah, he trips and stumbles. And so he falls to the front of the stage and he's hanging off the stage. His, and, he, and he looks up and there's these two old ladies in the front row and he's looking at him and the lady says, I don't believe this. Harris is drunk. And Richard <laughs> Harris said, Richard Harris says, if you think I'm drunk, O'Toole is going to come out in about five minutes. <laughs> Gosh, that's good. Man, that's that's like, unbelievable. Oh. You know who else was you like You think that I'm was... drunk? Wait, do you see fucking O'Toole? <laughs> oh, man, uh, that's good. I mean, Oliver Reed, too, who is, I think, another yes, great that's actor, another one. He, he literally died because he was challenging sailors to a drinking match while he was filming Gladiator. Yeah. I, I mean, it's horrible that he died, but, like, these actors, these British actors who just drank themselves silly, it's just, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's horrible, oh. but it's it's fantastic at the same time for the story but those those stories those drinking stories from those guys they will entertain you for an hour easily oh two comes out on letterman uh to 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 the uh the the uh the uh lawrence and arabia soundtrack he's riding a camel he's riding a camel no. when he really? comes out with him with him with a drink in his yes with a drink in his hand it's oh, unbelievable that's fa- i gotta check that oh, out it, that's funny but, and Letterman is just giddy listening to these drinking stories. I mean, yeah, it's, of course. Oh, he loves that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. There's a, there's another one to send you to, but they'll, they'll, they're, those stories are unbelievable. If you think I'm drunk, wait till you see O'Toole in five minutes. Man, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so good, and I, I I absolutely love Richard Harris as an actor. I, think I do too. <laughs> Phenomenal. Do and Peter O'Toole was, was okay. I think I, you know, obviously uh, Lawrence of Arabia was fantastic, but for some reason, I just, I think it was just Richard Harris's cadence and the way he spoke. And it was just, oh my God, it's just perfect as an actor. Yeah. He was a lovely Irishman, that Richard Harris boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Oliver Reed died on Gladiator and they had to like shoot around it and like uh, use like a body double and they yeah. use the CGI, some stuff that had, because yeah. he, he died during production. Right. Like like on Malta. Or like, his, or like Morocco or something. Yeah, the oh. character. Oh, man. That, I remember seeing that movie in the theater and being like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Gosh, I love that movie. I do too. It's it's one of those it's that so I, good. I never thought I'd like it, but it's it is just it's so good. It's so good. Oh I'm gonna I revisit. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm gonna revisit. Yeah, the soundtrack is Hans Zimmer, maybe? Yeah, Hans Zimmer, Zimmer. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know where I where I pull that one from. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I, sh- I should. I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rewatch it. In the next little while here. But, you know what, Johnny? You do yeah. that. Okay. You yeah, it's really, really, yeah, it's really, really good. And <laughs> find more, uh, more Peter O'Toole, Richard Harris drinking stories. That's gonna be my bottom man. I'm gonna just, you know, fuck work. <laughs> just hear O'Toole go. So we bought the box. <laughs> <laughs> so good. How much does a pub cost? Right? Like, yeah. uh, Wrote him a check, apparently. Good. As he should. 
uh, O'Toole says, we were out, out on the lash, which is just such a funny expression. That's fantastic. We were out on the lash. Gosh, that's great. As you do. As you do. Oh, oh boy. my God. Fantastic. That's about all I got for you. I'm, well, um, Johnny, I think, uh, I think that was a solid almost hour. Almost yeah. Hour. Uh, Arby's Arby's vodka really coming through for us. Hey, they're our sponsor. Okay, you know, like yeah. go out, people. You've heard this now. Go buy some vodka and tell them that we sent you. Because obviously, we need the money. It's not. It's not often where I have a good excuse to use the puke take, but I, I really, I really felt good about the puke. Oh, take you leaned into it, but but appropriately so. It was very good. Very good. It's the funniest thing, Colbert. It's the funniest thing. Yeah, exactly. It's funny every time. Every time Colbert does it, I burst out laughing. He did it the other night with Paul Rudd. Um, he did. Yeah. yeah. In fact, that's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was that great bit of Paul Rudd being the sexiest man alive. Again, you come in second again. What a rough run for you. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he did. He did. The, he did the puke take, and that's that. That's why I did it for that. I'm that's not so even good. kidding. Like, so good. yeah, I love it. Paul Rudd, the sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. He's 52 years old, and he looks the exact same for 25 years. It, it really weird? is weird. That is. He must not go out in the sun. Yeah, Paul Rudd's 52. I think. I, I think. I, give or take. I, I, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> looks good, man. Good looking kid. Yeah, he, He's he gonna do funny. things. He's good. <laughs> Well, Johnny, do you want to sign us off, make this official, tell us, uh, you know, what what we should do from here on out for the rest of our lives? <laughs> what do you got? Well, I highly recommend uh, you if you have some downtime, go uh, watch uh, Chris Farley on talk shows. Yep, and watch Peter O'Toole and Richard Harris tell drinking stories because right. you're not going to regret it. Nope. We appreciate you joining us for some uh, frivolity, uh, if I can use that word, and uh, and we uh, we. If anyone, if anyone, uh, you know, I, if anyone buys Arby's vodka, please let me know. I really, I really want to know. Yeah, genuinely. Uh, And uh, please, we want to remind you if, um, if you're on safari uh, in South Africa, head on a swivel if you go to the bathroom. If you're taking a dump on safari, head on a fucking swivel in South Africa. We appreciate you joining us. For Adam Drake, I'm Johnny Wright. Everyone have a wonderful holidays. Be sound. Uh